Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the Why Is Your Bottom So Dirty podcast, the podcast that tries to get to the bottom or the smelly bottom of your issues. It's a podcast and we believe that no one's born with a smelly bottom. It's the things that happen to us along the way. So join us as we interview different guests each week, trying to work out what their problem is and then solving it. And you might learn something at home and welcome to the podcast. It's a podcast. Uh, to which degree does your butt butt stink? If you were here with us, you would smell him absolutely reeks Have of the you stuff. heard of crystal I didn't. Healing. I thought that you said you'd not met your father, and now you're well, pushing Should we give us some advice on how to be more confident? Absolutely. If you, if you haven't got a vagina, just find someone that does, and then um, speak to that vagina instead. It's not just women, boys and girls that like doctors. It's all women, boys and girls and men. So... <laughs> And non-gendered people. <laughs> and non-gendered. Thank you, 2018. Uh, send any letters or pictures in. And I don't want pictures, thank you, after the one from Tony from Tunbridge Wells, where it looked like he turned himself inside out. Oh, God. Thank you, Tony and Tunbridge. welcome to the show. I'm a channel of light, and this is Dr. Benjamin Jones. And joining us today, we have... Sarah. 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 I said my own name. Sarah. <laughs> in case you guys didn't know. A, a double bluff. <laughs> Um, Welcome, Sarah, to the show. Thank you for having me, guys. Now, one thing uh, we're not bluffing about is that you have got a very uh, stinky arsehole. Ah. <laughs> oh, God. Now, Sarah, have you listened to any of you're, our podcast looking, episodes before? <laughs> no. You're looking at someone who was surprised by, uh, by that. <laughs> I've never, ever been spoken to so briefly in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the theme of the show. Oh, you're going to be insulting to <laughs> me. No, no, we're not. No, no, I we're think not. everyone has. I think we're if not, you've we're... got a bum hole, then it's no, yeah. by its very job. We're using it as a metaphor for emotional problems. So when we say, um, does your asshole stink? It's just, we say that to everyone. It really, it's getting um, to the problems behind. Yeah. There's a definite pong. <laughs> why, uh, why, why, why does it smell? What is my problem? What's your problem? <laughs> yeah, um... Well, uh, my, okay, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I, um, I would like, I'm 36, okay. I would like to have um, lots of children yes. and lots of pets, cats and dogs, yeah. adopted mm-hmm. from the shelter, yeah. um, maybe some adopted children as well. But I'm very busy and I oh. work every day and I don't have a house, like I don't own a house. You don't own a house. So how mm. am I going to achieve my goals? Ah, now the pets you say cats and dogs, is it? Yeah, cats and dogs. Cats and dogs mainly, chiefly. Any mice? Mice are free, so they're not technically pets. Mm-hmm. As in, like, I would love to have, you know, how I feel running about around. mice. Yes. Like, yes. Running yes. around, but they've yes. got the run of the place anyway. Yes. And you don't they, mind mice? I under, love them. London Underground. Do you like the ones in London oh, Underground? I love them. Do tube, you? Tube mice, yeah. It's so a highlight you, of my so day. So if you hear little tippy tappies in your house? I'm, I punch the air. 
Yeah, and really? then I stay up all night trying to see them. Really? Yeah, but sometimes they don't come out if the light's on, so you've got to turn the light off and then turn it quickly on so you can see them. And you um, like them. Yeah. And, but they're, 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 they're a problem with hygiene. I know, mm. but I'm very, as you, said, as you know, <laughs> I'm a dirty girl. You're a dirty girl. <laughs> I'm a dirty girl. <laughs> dirty girl. Do you not ever worry about when you're sleeping and your mouth might creep open and they might slip well, themselves Actually, inside? I think, actually... This is how you can tell you're a doctor because you've got right to the nub of the matter. Mm-hmm. My first house when I moved out of home when I was 18 it was infested with mice, and some of them would get in the bed. <gasps> and um, it was it's this house in Leytonstone, 10 people lived in it, they shouldn't have that many. It was very cheap, mm-hmm. and I was very poor, and um, so it was infested with mice. And so they would run across the bed or go on the table or jump in the dustbin. And I just had to tell myself it was fun. Also, we had no heating, and I started dreaming that I was in a hot place because it was so cold at night. And my dad said, That's very zen. Wow. Yeah, so I think I then embraced mice. You had to. That, I had that to. was the only way you could get oh, through it. It would have been unbearable. A bit like, you know, like a version therapy. No, flooding, mm. isn't it? It's when they're like, mm. oh, I'm scared of spiders. Here's a million spiders. Yes. Yeah, it's a bit like that. My friend Princess. Um, no way, is that real? She, well, I mean, her name's Nikki, but we called her Princess because okay. she had a regal air about her. Nikki. And imagine a regal lady waking up on a squished mouse. Absolutely mm. squished as a pancake. She slept on it. She squished it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. When I worked at the Canal Cafe, um, there was a mouse who I had shoved some Aero chocolates down the side of the computer. They like Aero modem in order not to eat them because there's that thing if, like, if you can't see it you'll stop wanting it so I hid these chocolates mm. and a mouse died trying to get at them and I found his little flattened corpse mm. so close to the arrows, mm. so close to it, and a live mouse as well for you. Yeah. <laughs> and cat and. Cats like mice too. Yes, they do. Um, sometimes too much. To they um, eat them sometimes like the, the mice have wanted the arrow. The cat wants the mouse. Yeah, huh. yeah. So you're going to have a cat and a mouse. I smell a bit of danger, Doctor Benjamin Jones. I see what you mean. Mm. Is this a jingle? How many pets do you want? In an ideal world, actually ideal, loads. Sixty-four. No, too many, that's too many. Mm. Um, I once worked with a woman who um, hires out dogs and cats and also like alpacas and stuff to filming. And did she stink? She had too many. And, she, did, she, she, and did she smell? She, I'm not going to... Yes. Yes. Probably. Yeah, probably. I don't know. But, get her on the show. <laughs> get her on the show. So she had this thing on her phone where she could look at the caravan that was full of dogs. She had 18 dogs in there. And you look at it, you go, that's not nice. That's not. I know they're pack animals, but that's not nice. No, in a caravan? In a caravan. I she wouldn't had, like she had in a all, caravan. All the cats were in the house. She had 24 cats in the house, 18 dogs in a caravan, and then other animals. Like why, do the ca- why do the dogs get the holiday home, I wonder? <laughs> Beggar's belief, isn't it? You got to wonder these things. So you and and babies. You want some babies? Yeah, children. Yeah. Oh, they grow into children. They start as babies. Yeah. Now, would unless you have you adopt. unless you adopt? Now, that was my next question, Doctor Benjamin. Just very much on the same page today. Would you have your own, or would you buy some in? Um, either actually, I don't mind at mm. all. Now, have you got a boyfriend? I have, but it's, it's new and he's much younger than me. Now, is he 16 or above? <laughs> he's 16 and above. He's 16 and above. He's 16 then some. Is he 16 times 2, which is Not 32? Not quite, so he's young. Oh, he's no, young. he's 31. Less than that. He's 30. Come on now, yes. He's 30 years <laughs> 30 of age. years old, And yeah. now you've already said you're 36. Yeah, so, uh, but I'm, th- I'm 37 in a week. So disgusting. your young boyfriend is, is scared about having these children right now? I don't think he's scared, but he's also not on the same... And also, as I go back to that, we also don't have a house. Ah, mm. oh, so it's like, do where do you rent, put everything? You do rent a lovely place. Yeah, rent a one-bedroom flat. 
It's so a lovely place. It is lovely, but... It's got snacks up the stairs, but if you I remember can't, correctly. What's that? Snacks up the stairs. Snacks up the stairs, the one time you came round, yeah. Snacks <laughs> for, up the stairs. For, for, for Vanessa's party. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I love snacks. I, no one, I, my friend Vanessa, it was her birthday, and I was hosting her birthday party, so I got all of these um, skips and quavers and mm. um, fizzy pop, and no one ate any of them. They're all still in my house. I love skips. Oh. No, well, can you come and eat 20 packets of them, please? Easily, very yeah, she, easily. She, she'll bring her shovel, and when I say her shovel, <laughs> I just mean her mouth and tongue. <laughs> jingly, jingly, listen. Now, uh, what I think is interesting about you, Sarah, is that you, um, you like, you like mices. Mm. You didn't always like mices. Yeah. You had to be an experience where they were literally everywhere. Yeah, a terrifying adapted. experience. Ter- it was terrifying. Mm. But what's also a terrifying experience for you right now is maybe... The idea of having all these children around and having these dogs and these cats and they're all running around. And I mean, that's, you don't, how am I going to deal with that? You need to jump in with the mice again. So I need to find, I need to move into basically an orphanage. Move into an orphanage is a fantastic oh. idea. Oh. Would your boyfriend um, go with you? <laughs> I mean, I can ask. Does he like uh, little lonely babies? Yes. Now. He's got a, a kind of, you know how everyone has a low level kind of superpower? Yes. Mm-hmm. His one is sending babies to sleep. So he'd be amazing in an orphanage. Wow. Yes, sleepy babies, how but he's awake. Yes. Yeah. How does he send them to sleep? He just holds them. And they're bored. And they're bored. bored. <laughs> yeah. They're like, nothing for me here. No, and right. let's go to Snooze Town. Yes. Do either of you have a low level superpower? Um, would you call invisibility low level? No, very, very high. Mm, well, I've got that. <laughs> okay. Very so, good for stealing. Oh, amazing, yeah. I've not, I've not done it, but I, I could. It could be. Mm, um, yeah. I know you haven't done it, but what does the object stay visible? Or c- when you hold it, does it become invisible? To be honest, that's why I didn't do it, because it was quite obvious when they saw the floating crisp packet. I'm oh. very good, mm. thanks for asking, yeah. at um, finding storage solutions. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm, she is very good at that. Mm, yeah. What kind of thing? So if I was like, oh, I, I've got... Um, loads of Tupperware. Yes, I would be able to find a place for it in my house. In your house, behind <laughs> you, for my packed lunches. That's another form of form of theft. <laughs> yes, well, that's kind of my superpower. Yes. Oh, I see. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll look after it for you. Yeah. That and pretending to speak Mandarin. Yes, she's wow. very good at speak. Yes, but um, pretending to speak Mandarin. She pretends. Mm, yeah, but it's very effective. People, if you don't speak Mandarin, you. I'll probably get away with it. Okay. Well, mm. I, I can speak Mandarin, so don't worry. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, don't, so don't try and. Okay. Trick well, I won't me. be able to pull the wool over your eyes or the silk, as is popular. Can we hear some Mandarin? <laughs> no. Oh. Were you pretending? <laughs> because you don't, wouldn't know what I was saying. No. You know what I was saying. I'll go take a guess. Wow. It's the classic double bluff move once again from Sarah. <laughs> Do you want to hear me pretend to speak Mandarin? <laughs> I was trying to get us out of that cold of sack, actually. <laughs> ended up back there. We turned around twice. <laughs> no, no, I'm very busy anyway. Childhood. Let's talk about your childhood. Mm. Uh, siblings? Two, younger. Both have children. Both are. My, one of my sisters got married last year. The other one's getting married this year. Which one do you like best? Mm. Cheryl is closest to me in age, mm. so I've spent more of my life with her. Mm. They've both got real. They've both got a lot of down points. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. very even. Mm. Um, no, do I have a favourite? Christina is my mum's favourite. So she's your least favourite. Yes, yeah, so I think to balance yeah. it out, I say Cheryl's my favourite. Yeah. yeah. Are you saying that she's your mum's favourite, or does your mum make it clear? Oh, my mum. 
every time. Why? Is she the youngest? She's sick. She's been sick a lot of her life. And mm. so for that reason... Is she the youngest as well? Yeah, and she's the youngest. Right, mm. right. Yeah. Do you ever wish that maybe you got sick? I got successful right. I got on television that's the opposite which is, which is a, well it's a, it's, a, it's a kind of sickness because you've got this sickness. awful ego yeah um, but in the other sense I get I get to go on TV and my mum you get she, free, you get free my, dresses I get free I don't I don't get free dresses I won't have them because I I think it's lame Mm. I think it's lame to go, here's a picture of me in this dress. Because it's like a really cheap advert. Why would you do an advert for a dress? Like, as in, like, for the payment, it's a dress. Have you ever thought about taking the dresses but not taking the pictures? You can't. It's a deal. Oh. It's a deal. I, I get offered free stuff a lot. Mm. And I don't, I don't do adverts. What? I just, I just always go, I've got so much money. I'll buy I got a dresses. bag of free porridge the other day in Liverpool Street Station. Oh, that's different if yes. they're giving them out. Mm. And I didn't take any snaps of it, but I was actually <laughs> delighted. <laughs> no, yeah. that's okay. I used to do that. I used to do that promo. The um, promo work. The porridge? N- not particularly porridge. Mm. I've done lots of different sweeties. Well, you didn't get up to porridge? I suppose that's at the top, I isn't it? I think back then... Porridge wasn't a big deal, especially not in sachets. Right. It was more like that. Those days, when mm. I was doing promo work, which was the early 2000s, it was like still big bags. Was it the noughties? Noughties, yeah. yeah. Big bags of oats still, like Scottish oats. Scottish mm. oats, That's yeah. an advert. Yeah. <laughs> this is an advert. I mean, I This is my it. advert for Scottish oats. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Scottish widow or Scottish oats, you would consider advertising. Yes. Because yes. one's about death yeah. and one's about porridge. Well, one's mm. about victims of death. Ah. Death stole their husbands. Yes. Ah, yes, of course. As they will all at some point. And it does come back to the sickness, of if it's not, yes. If it's not Mandy. <laughs> Mandy stole mine. Oh, Mandy. But death will steal Mandy at some point. Okay, um, Dr Benjamin Jones? Well, um, I think we should talk more about um, your siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, how did they make you feel when they started having babies? Oh, that's, I think, when I got... That's when I think I thought, oh, I would like to have babies as mm. well. So is that when your is that when your bottom started to smell? That's when the the, the pong. <laughs> What's that? I thought. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, oh, it's my own anus. <laughs> and it was. Um, so yeah, as I held my niece for the first time in the hospital, I was like, yeah. someone around here has got a smelly bottom, and it's not this newborn baby. No. <laughs> It was you, wasn't it? It was me all along. Closer to the pie, as the saying goes. And so, yeah, so meeting... My sister Cheryl had a little baby called Rosa, and she... She's not a baby anymore, she's a child, but um, it was like meeting my sister all over again. It was so fun. Mm. She's like such a little mini-me version of my sister, and watching consciousness come into her as a child, she kind of became a person experiencing the world. It was the most fascinating and brilliant thing. It was so playful and exciting and explaining something to a child is really boring and repetitive (laughs) (laughs) I really think it's fun Oh. I really think it's fun, and oh. so I, and then I, and then I started thinking a lot about how because I really I'm very lucky in my work. I'm really busy, mm. but there's something. There comes a point where you start to go. Oh, I would like to make packed lunches and tell stories mm. and mm. and think about and give my energy towards people and, who uh, aren't myself. And you do stand up co- comedy, yes. That's my job, yes. Yes, and it's not like you can't put on a little show for the kids. I'd love to. A puppet show, etc. So yeah. you don't stop when you have kids. You can still be creative. Oh, yes. the scene, etc. Yeah. Yes? Yeah. Also, and stand-up's a job for after the kids have gone to bed. Ah. Oh. So that's a really good thing. Leave them with daddy, your toy boy. <laughs> Leave them Leave with the toy them boy. Leave them with daddy. Or um, In the an, orphanage. an au pair. I was thinking the other day, like, oh, 
If I did have children and I was really busy, would I have one of those live-in nannies? And then I imagined my partner having an affair with the au pair. Oh. It's such a cliche. It's such a double... Because, mm. number one, also you feel bad for the au pair. Because what if it wasn't really an ideal situation? Because it's an abuse of power as well as... Mm. I was like... Well, and now I've basically got myself in the right state about <laughs> childcare that well, I don't need. you get yourself a male au pair oh that's how you do that's it yes maybe the male maybe it was a male au pair i was worried about well that was, you were just uh... a straight male au pair and if anyone's having an affair with him it's mummy mm. oh. yeah i think i don't know i think of sexuality is so fluid that mm. i'd like to believe the partner i'd end up with would could still consider themselves straight and have sex with men ah oh. Yes, no, that does well, that does present a problem. That is a problem. It? Because not only has your boyfriend been uh, unfaithful, you've gone up to great lengths to get a male au pair and you haven't <laughs> slept with him yourself. So. Yeah. yeah. Oh, disgust. <laughs> it's disgusting. Not gay, not homosexuality. Not, that's not disgusting. No. Just sex in general. Just, you know, everyone uh, uh, sneaking around behind everyone's back, mm. um, effing and jeffing and putting their bits in where they don't belong. Mm. Huh? Can I ask a question? Mm, yes. I know that's not really the dynamic, but and what is a Jeff? You know when people say effing and ah. jeffing? Mm. Yes, I always thought it was my neighbour, Jeff. Um, do you used to eff a lot? Well, yeah, he did, yeah. And his name was, his name was Jeff. And he was, he, he said, eff this and eff that. Can I ask jeffing. if it was Jeff with a J or Jeff with a G? Ah, very good question. Thanks for asking, Sarah. I'll take this. It was Jeff with a J. And that's a sexier name to spell it. Sexier mm. way, isn't oh, it? Oh, I completely disagree. No. Really? Very much into the, the longer... G- G Jeff, yeah. No. G Jeff feels more a more dated way of spelling it. J Jeff, you know, he's got a baseball cap back. I know one person has. called Jeff with a J. You do, and I'm not oh, into it. Oh, I know. Who and I, yeah, and I think it's put me off Jeffs. Right, I know one person with Jeff with a G. Yeah, so do I. And well, that's just that's why me. I never knew. Uh, that's why I never liked ravioli. Because I knew someone called ravioli, spiteful little girl. Mm. Mm. The doctor will see you now. There's other comedians that have children. Is there? Do you look at them and think, yes, well, I could do that? Um, I think there's a couple of things. Number one, you think, well, you do have this brand new source of material, don't you? Every morning, mm. getting up to your kids, can you just f- fucking funny, please? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say something really wise or stupid. Mm. Yes. Mummy needs a new Edinburgh show. Yes. Um, so you could have. So you, you've got resources there, basically for free, free. For, free. Mm. for free, and no one's going to judge you. Yeah, you and then it also makes you more accessible to the audience because as you get older, so my audience, I, I mean, obviously they're all kind of different ages, mm. but you've got this contingent of young girls. And um, I did a university gig recently, and this group of girls afterwards said, um, "You're like um, you're like a really friendly aunt who gives us advice." And I had to oh. kill them all. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you think, oh God, horrible. I'm a generation. I'm a generation above them, uh, rather than like oh, I'm your cool friend. It's like no, I'm an older relative. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They I'm might have. It how they it might is. as well have said a dirty spinster. Yeah, mm. yeah, they might. Have, yeah, an ancient ugly nun with a smelly bum. But, you know. Have they got snacks going up the stairs in a lovely one bed? They've got a vending machine at the theatre. Ah, oh, okay. Can they afford artwork from the art fair? I don't know if I can. What's the art fair? Mm, I'm not entirely sure. 
Do you think that's the sign sort of, of success? And being an adult, you know, going to an art fair and saying, mm. I'll take that, but it's £1,200. That's not a problem. Oh, no. that gets I, have, I have the opposite. You know, sometimes in cafes now, they have pictures up and you think, oh, that's nice. And then you look and they go, £130. You go, for a watercolour of a rabbit? Are you yeah. insane? But you'd spend it on shoes. You'd I wouldn't. spend I wouldn't. it on shoes. I've never spent over £100 on shoes, ever. From irregular choice. Oh, I don't they count are. them. Uh, they them. are over £100. They, I, I think I've only ever gone up to 89 Well, I've spent 130 on a regular person. I don't think you get... I think you're hard-pushed to get any under 90. Um, wh- um, what style did you get that was 130? Was it the Disney ones, ones or the on. I got the pink ones and I got some other ones. Oh, actually, 85. 85. Only yeah. one were 130. Okay. Mm. okay. Okay. And that was after the... The co of course. Mm. Now I'm not in character. Yeah. Cut that yeah. out. Yeah. Not, yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise you were in character. Yes, I'm in character. What's the, the character sounds so much like you. What a rain. No, she's more like this. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Claire still here, broadcasting for you. Now, uh, you won't uh, spend any more than 89 Pound ninety nine pence on a pair of shoes. What about your siblings? Do they spend more than that on shoes? No, but you did buy your boyfriend a first class flight back from Australia, didn't you? I upgraded his plane ticket. So this is the thing about me, and I will say this to anyone listening, just in case of the future, I'm a really good girlfriend. Yes, Mm. yes. So you'd think what you've done for him is upgraded him to a first class flight. What he can do for you is impregnate your womb with some children. Or buy yeah. you a nice pair of shoes. Yeah, either or. I think it is. A, I know. I think it's very tricky when you try and coerce people to impregnate you oh. for a financial exchange oh. eth- ethically, mm-hmm. right? Especially if they don't want to. And also the poor mm. person, because poor kid. Exactly. Mm-hmm. With the daddy saying, "When did you know you wanted to have me?" I didn't, I don't. Mm-hmm. I just wanted some more comfortable flights. I've got quite long legs. Yes. Yeah. This yes. was the best case scenario. Yes. Welcome to the earth. Okay, another idea. Yeah, okay, Could great. you get pregnant by somebody else? Well, that's an option, isn't it? Because there are people either who are willing to impregnate you or mm-hmm. you can go to and um, get sperm donors. And now, Dr. Benjamin Jones, I believe Thank you, you. Uh, could get a woman pregnant at a push if you tried. And no. push if I tried. Now does this. Have you ever done that before? Got someone pregnant? Ah. Oh. Um, no, I don't believe so. No. no so you don't know. You don't. That you know. can get someone pregnant. But well, I did actually get checked. I got checked. Oh yes. Yeah, because I was very worried. My penis is uh, broke in many ways, but turns out I can have children. Mm, they, d- they can't tell you if you can have children. They can just tell you your sperm mobility and numbers. Well, there's loads of the buggers, didn't I you say? Yeah. Loads of the buggers, you said. Loads, too many of them. Too many, and they're overpopulated. <laughs> they're, they're, <laughs> and they're swimming high and fast, aren't they? I've got the thumbs up. Yeah, okay, yeah. great. So if you want Dr. Benjamin Jones could perhaps, I mean, well, we don't... It, you're doing it again, Claire Kess. <laughs> A yeah. moment ago, you yeah. forced her boy- boyfriend into... Yeah. Yeah. And, they, and they, now you're forcing yeah. me. No, but this problem, Stop. at this show, we provide solutions. Okay. Now, I'm just blue sky thinking. No. I'm thinking the ultimate solution would be you impregnating the guests. You've been absolutely distracted by this mm? um, customer mm? in our presence today. Mm? Sarah's come on here, and she is very comfortable yes. with the topics that she's discussing. Yes. Do you know why? Yes. She's hiding her problem. (laughs) Ah, yes. She's she's hiding. She's hiding the smell. Ah. What do you really want to talk to us about today? 
what don't you really want to talk to us about today? Oh, oh. Mm. oh you're on to me. Mm, very profound. You're, <laughs> you're on to me. Um, you're very good at this, Doctor. Um, okay. I went into Paper Chase the other day, mm-hmm. and I hadn't been in there for a long time, and I went into the flagship store that's on Tottenham Court Road. Oh, that's a lovely store. I got aroused mm. by the range. It's big. Mm, mm, yeah, mm, the range mm. and some of the designs. Yes. They've got this whole hashtag feminism thing going on in the front of pads. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen it on T-shirts. I hadn't seen it on pads. Let people know your political The future views. is female. Yes. But also a hashtag. And um, there's a lovely thing where there's like, um, I don't know what you call it, but when one colour like blurs into another colour. So fading. Fading. Mm-hmm. You think like, so like a post-it Blurring. note that starts off pink at one end ends up yellow it's like an insane wow. sunset on a post if people note. could Thank see paper, 50 years ago if people could have a boggle in paper chase now they mm. they're absolutely they'd just, they'd just be like some different sizes of papyrus they'd say they'd that's say, all it would have been they'd in say there. yes it's expensive especially with the you know but it's tax deductible yes but I mean 50 years ago they're looking at those prices and they're thinking they could afford a small house mm. oh you yeah know. But, same time, their mind will be boggled by the fading of colours. Mm. And the feminism, they wouldn't see that coming. No, and also there's unicorns, there's glitter, Doctor. There's it's glitter not environmentally something. friendly glitter. Yeah, it's environmentally friendly. Because mm. also it's not loose, it's no. on the pad. Yes, mm. it's, it's How many floors? None, there are no floors at all. No, he, sorry, he, <laughs> it's he, perfect. Uh, he meant um, pelvic floors. Oh. Are you doing to plan for the baby? I actually do do my pelvic floor exercises. Do you know that men have a pelvic floor as well? Everyone always talks about it like it's just a, a female thing. Thank you. Dr. Benjamin Jones, how many pelvic floors are you doing per morning? Yeah. Uh, I just do the seven to five. Oh, that's not enough. Seven to five? Seventy-five. <laughs> Seventy-five is fine. Oh. Fix your stinking bumhole with paracetamol. When Sarah was talking about stationery, the smell did, um, it did get a bit fresher. <gasps> now, um, I have a bit of a leap here. Okay. I think your fear of not being able to have children isn't down to your career no. or your circumstances. Mm-hmm. It's down to the fact that you don't really want to be with a man. You want to be with a pencil. <laughs> and you want to be with a folder. And you want to be with a rubber. I don't want to be held down. No. I want to be free, free to be with every bit of stationery mm. that mm. I want to mm. be with. And of course, stationery um, famously doesn't create children. sperm. No. Famous for that, isn't it? Yes. yes. Famously, it does a lot of things, gets the job done writing, etc. But if you were to put a pencil case up inside you, it would not a baby make. What you could do, though, get your boyfriend's uh, sperm, put it in one of them push pens. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Lovely gesture. Have a little frost. Mm. Nine months later, the baby pops out, your arsehole's clean. Dr. <laughs> Benjamin Jones. Another case... Solved. Dr. Benjamin Jones, may I congratulate you? You are on fire at the moment. I did scatter some organites and crystals around the studio, so I'd like to just think that they had their um, helping hand as Thank well. You. Okay. So we did it together, really. Together. You think you did it yourself, but, you know, we did it together. <laughs> Um, Sarah, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really hope that helped. Oh, I thank feel you. so much lighter. So much lighter. Yeah. lighter. You're not stuffed up backwards, you no, know. No, I'm just planning to put semen into a pen and shove it up myself. Just, and do the gesture. <laughs> just, just whack it up there. You feel free? Oh, so free. Can't um, wait to meet your babies. Yeah, that'd be lovely. <laughs> and you know what babies like? Stationery. Oh, stationery. <laughs> Thank you very much. That was another uh, case closed on why is your bottom so dirty? It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. 
And it's goodbye from me. Goodbye. Seriously, guys, animal cruelty is a real issue. If you want to do something about it, please like, subscribe and retweet this podcast. Why is your bottom so dirty?